The Listen Local Show is made possible with the generous support of our subscriber pals. For as little as $2 a month, you can make The Listen Local Show go. Visit patreon.com slash listenlocalradio to get all the details. Here, San Diego here. Crackle and Shake by Podunk Nowhere on the Listen Local Radio Show. Welcome, everybody. My name is Catherine Beeks in studio 
with Johnny and Heather of Podunk Nowhere. Hello. What's up, you guys? Hey there. Well, I don't know. What's up, Just Johnny? Just finished a great photo shoot. We did. Our first uh, in like 10 years. It was so, you guys are new... so easy to shoot. Because oh, yeah. We love our new photographer. You're amazingly beautiful, both of oh, you. Oh, I love And you. animated. It's hard work. Heather is sexy like the <laughs> day is long. It was hard like, just to be in the shoot, to be honest with you. I had to you. go through two cameras because they were burning up. Yeah, it was Stop a diff- it. different kind of threesome. My head is swelling. <laughs> yeah. No, that was fun. I can't wait to process those and and, uh, and share those with you. So thank you for entrusting me with your souls. I've captured them in my little box. Thank you. Awesome and experience. so while you were here, we thought, well, let's play some songs and talk and catch up because we haven't in a while. Yeah. Crackling Shakes, one of my favorite self-titled album. Yes. Among your six releases? Actually, it is five, right? Five. five yeah, it's five, five. One including the Black Sands. But Crackle and Shake is our most recent album, which sadly is several years old at this point but we actually are in the works on on something else it might not be this year yeah um i've <laughs> i have so many songs it's ridiculous they just need finished yeah but uh we got some finished yeah, so definitely. a brief history you guys met uh through the music world in here in san diego yep we met in ocean beach california um just one of those nights where you're stumbling down the street <laughs> Trying to figure out which bar you want to go to next. There's so many to choose from. Yeah. All great. Um, and then we just kind of saw each other. And believe it or not, like it just, it's 16 years later, like that. Like we were just joking a couple nights ago that, like, sometimes seeing an old picture pop up, you know how Facebook likes to show you how old you've gotten by giving you, like, the, the eight year ago photo? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, when I see those, I just, I, they're like they, they. It literally seems like it was yesterday. You guys really. Yeah. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Wow, know, it wasn't yeah. yesterday." Um, and the exactly. song you're about to hear too is um, it's a Jeff Berkeley creation, forwarded. Yeah. I like to call it because we came up with like the basic idea acoustic wise, and then when we went into uh, the studio with with Jeff, we were just reclined to not produce at all and yeah. he's perfect for that Ugh, so every little extra guitar lick or something that you hear on this is 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 all jeff which yeah. we've never really given him his due on it and it's such a great song he'll he'll sometimes he'll text me it this track every once in a while i'll be like oh so good you know <laughs> yeah and it's really funny because the, the lead guitar that i think makes it kind of cool it's got that like kind of deserty vibe to it i asked him how long it took him to record and he said oh, i did the whole record in like four hours yeah I like, so i think he was lying but <laughs> but um i'll never know <laughs> you'll never know and heather you're yeah. talking about uh, crackle and shake right? yeah crackle and shake mm-hmm. the, the the track yeah. off, off of this record right that yeah we we're so happy with that album that hands down um our favorite although there's some close calls for a second uh just because we've had really great experiences across the board working with really cool people yeah but you have we finally found our sound and, and we were working with the jeff at the right time you know we had talked about working with him so many times uh previous to that and it didn't line up until that point point. and yeah. i think it was the perfect crossroads it was a great mix of songs too yeah. for you know for him to work on as well not that it, you know anything that we've done isn't super far apart but that, that record is my favorite as well because you can like if you're going from california arizona it's really I, we've been told it's like the best uh. the best listen but it's good for open spaces which is cool because the music doesn't have a lot of that it's not over reverbed or anything it's really it's it's a uh, i forget the term for it but it's really it's super sparse you know yeah. like you can really hear each instrument how far it might have been positioned away from each other in the recording it was it was really cool i love that you really think about music johnny yeah, I do. I I, I've, I feel like uh, on some of the things that we've produced, I've had to think 
way ahead of time because we've only had two or three days in these amazing places or yeah. with this amazing producers. Yeah, because they're amazing, but they're a little spendy. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, not only that, but like Silvers and Pickups is coming in an hour. Get your stuff and right, get the heck out yeah, of here, totally. you know. So I've always had to think about stuff that I've wanted to do. And until Jeff, I we kind of made our own calls because everyone else was just kind of working for us. Yeah. But we were almost... Uh, I was relieved when we did it with Jeff because he had all the right players already picked out yep. to come in after he'd heard the song. So I didn't have to do any of that. And like no tacos or burritos for people, no promises, yep. you know, to get them in the studio. Oh so it was fun I to do that. it. Uh, yeah. And then to listen back to all these records after a bit of time, it's, uh, it's amazing just to remember that little part that you wrote that you couldn't even remember how to play right now. Yeah. But it's, it's They're cool. like little photo albums. True, mm -hmm. true. There are kids. Yeah. We, don't, we never had children. So. so stay warm hearted. When did you guys put that out? Stay Warm Hearted was, I want to say about 2010, 2011. Mm, it was about maybe. 2011. Yeah, 2010, 2011. Who did the artwork? Oh my gosh, it's awesome. I love the artwork. Okay. Kendra did it. It's Kendra. Kendra? Yes. Oh. And so we've got Dolby on there. I know. And I love the red boots. I know. I need a Yeah, we really got back into like our little uh. living room. We used to always say go to the couch, you know, like when we play shows yeah, when we yeah. first started, like because you're a little nervous or whatnot, you know. And, and we we played out in front of people that were really good right away. Yeah. So we would always, I would, we'd be like, go to the couch. Doesn't matter. We're at the couch, you know. <laughs> so that was like the record went back to the couch too. Uh, so it's, there's it. really no drums on it. It's just pretty much very. I love very, that like, about it produced. too. Yeah. In fact, um, sidestep. We went to Jeff originally for Crackle and Shake, telling him we want to do the same thing because we loved how it turned out. Yeah. I still. He was like, sure, yeah, okay. And he I was know. nodding his head, but I still love the way it turned out. Oh, and but... as soon as you hear all this stuff on yep. it, it's like, yeah. No, and Swen was great to work with. Um, there awesome. were a few moments where he wanted to, like, Swen would get, like, a little kid, you know, and he'd try to put, like, a clap track or something, oh and I'd God. love it, and she'd hate it, and yeah. we'd vote each it's other out. It's still on there, like, by the way. It was way, so great. And it is still track. on there. It's actually on <laughs> I like the lottery, it now. too. Yeah. I'll yeah. say it. It gives me the chills. I'm like, oh, it's so I believe it's on the track we're playing, which is But, yes, I fought hard on that one, but I was outnumbered. He put some kind of phase on your voice, and I remember him coming up to me going johnny we have to talk and i was like okay and he's like i love what i just put on heather's list there's no way she's gonna let me keep it. so we listened to it together and i was like wow i take it too i'm like there's no way she's gonna let you keep that on there's no way because she's she's like the most purified singer that right, i've worked yeah. with you know like there was never any wetness needed for heather's uh, vocal um but i remember him saying i said well let's just play it for her see what she thinks and then we played it, and the first thing she said was, "No, no, guys, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no." And, and we, no, but we, we slowly worked her into it. They did it. work yeah. me in we on that, and on that me. one was, um, oh gosh, it's one of the end tracks. What is it? It's uh, it was letting go, letting go. Yeah, and I yeah. actually looking back on that, I get it now for but sure. But it was one of those songs that's like, you know, it's we love it so much. We put it in, we put it around seven because you know most people don't get to the end of the record right. on local music. Shamefully to say, <laughs> it does happen. Uh, but you know, it's it's a filler song, so there wasn't oh, like no, a, you it's know. Not that song came straight from wow. the heart and soul, maybe. That one right there, it it, it was written <laughs> oh, out of this like moment of desolate like um, memory of like, how, you, yeah. how you yeah, had yeah, yeah, to yeah. grow up and leave some things behind you that yeah. you know were really fun right. but not so yeah. good. I just remember but he, you. He, but okay. you picked out. Sorry, Johnny. No, that's okay. That's okay. I'll talk. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want Heather to be the only one interrupting you. Exactly. But you have picked out the lottery off of this collection. I have. So tell me why. Oh, I love that song. I just listened to it the other day, and I remembered how I felt when I first wrote it. I'd gone through a period of darkness. It was at least a couple years of depression and just, like, really lost. Yeah. 
And I remember waking up one morning and just hearing the birds and I just loved it. And I was living in that moment. And that was when I started to waken from that depression. And so the song is really about feeling so good that you could win the lottery. You could do anything you wanted. You know, you're back. And yeah. I just, it gives me the chills even thinking about it now. It's like, I hope anybody out there that might be in that space realizes there is always light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes it takes a while to get there. All right, let's hear it now. This is the lottery from Podunk Nowhere's Stay Warm Hearted Collection, recorded by Swin Eric Seaholm on the Listen Local Radio Show. Woke up this morning with a smile on my face. The sun is shining. It's a brand new day. Like I had a play The lottery I could win today on the Listen Local Radio Show. Catherine Beeks here in studio with Heather and Johnny from Podunk Nowhere. The Janegas, what's happening, lovers? Hey. Not much. Thanks for coming out to the ranch. I want to hear about your upcoming schedule. I know you're playing here at the Heritage Ranch on July 13th for the Americana Music Fest and the 31st annual Deep Pit Barbecue. So mm. stoked to have you part of that, Bill. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then what else do you have on the calendar? Well, I have something interesting on the calendar I'm really excited about. The Lady Brain oh, Fest yeah. that is but actually the weekend before the is. Americana Fest. But what's an interesting twist is not a Podunk Nowhere show. It's a Heather Marie it show. Is. And I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous. But 
three songs, right, between me and Astra. So it's going to be somebody I know very well on stage with me, which yeah. I love. Singer-songwriter kind of bounce back yeah. and um, probably collaborate a little bit as well. Totally. So I'm very excited, very excited. I haven't figured out my three songs, but, like, they're going to be, like, the best I do, period. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know about Lady Brain, Lady Brain Presents is the brainchild of Lindsay White and... She started this collective of creative women just for us to have like a place to gather and meet each other face to face. This really powerful thing that she started. It's amazing. It really is. The support that um, everyone is showing for each other. Just people coming to each other's gigs now because we've met at someone's breakfast at someone's house on a Saturday morning or whatever. It's really neat to personalize again. You know, the internet has really made it great for us to know all these people, but... We don't really know them until you sit down and have some brunch with them. Mm-hmm. And I think we were talking earlier. I actually have started writing with two of the girls. I and heard this that. That's happened amazing. after our last meeting that that I had at my house. Right. And so Rosie Dawn and Tori Rose, um, they were hanging out. They were talking, having a conversation. And I walked up. We just started talking. So cool. Four hours later, yeah. we're still talking. <laughs> and somebody said, we should write. And so we, we immediately made it. Um, put it on the calendars and it happened and now we got a song that's evolving and very cool so I'm very excited to see what comes of that I love it awesome awesome experience yeah so that festival is happening on Sunday July 7th and tickets are on sale now you can go to ladybrainpresents.com and buy tickets online and you select which artist benefits from that ticket sales and they get 100% after fees, after service fees. It's cool that you're able to select which artist you're going to see or which one you want to benefit. And then, of course, all the artists will soon have tickets themselves that they can sell to you. Um, Yep, I got tickets, baby. I got mine. I got mine already. Anyway, so we're excited about that. So (laughs) what else is on the horizon for you guys besides those shows? um, I'm going to get a haircut (laughs) and shave. All right. Um, We have a house concert coming up with Lindsay White, which we're super excited about. Um, That's on June 15th. Okay. And um, I actually just helped put the poster together. It's one of my buddies that's just starting a house concert series. And the first one we did with Astro, which was awesome. So so cool. Um, We're actually accidentally playing again. You know, I think he was thinking he wanted to have other people come in, but it just kind of like, we're we're in the neighborhood. It just worked out. Um, But that's on uh, June 15th. So we'll be sending info on that soon. Great. And then after that, we have something. um, No, we don't. I think we're just going to try to, Heather wrote some cool tunes that I like playing over and that that we've been kind of really working a bit. So thinking about just doing like a, doing another couple songs in the studio and not trying to do another record or anything like that because I don't know, you know, I mean, I would no, like to, but... putting out singles now. It's yeah, right. I'm, yeah, yeah. I still, as I'm sure you both are, is a huge fan of listening to something start to finish as a, as a project sure. and making it. But I like the single thing's cool when you're not writing and you're just producing and playing, like, because I'm, I'm more of a... Uh, accompaniment in this which is nice you know and i do get to sing a little bit but the songs are great so that's kind of what i kind of want to focus on moving forward because it's fun to put new music out especially when you do it you know and it's interesting how the the whole vibes changed like you said with social media and all this stuff like i don't even believe in any of that stuff other than the fact that maybe you know people who who couldn't put music out before can put it out now right so that's always a bonus but you know there's too many like other things about it that are just too weird for me. I get at it. Least, you know, I'm from the '80s, so. You know. <laughs> enough said. Yeah, enough said. 
All right, we have one final song we're going to play. If you could uh, tell me a little bit about Devious. I know it's off of this uh, CD Based here, story. which is one mm-hmm. of maybe one of my favorite photos of you guys. Oh, thank yeah, you. it is yeah. Mr. Tim Fleck. Tim took Fleck. That photo. Oh, Tim, I love this. Picture. We did that record with Alan Sanderson. Um, genius uh he heard our first record and came up and laughingly said to me did you guys do that in the garage and i was like (laughs) i said yeah we did and he's like well come on let's make a record so he gave us like four days to do a record and that's what i was saying before i just packed every player i knew from you know whoever i liked and thought would fit in it and then we ran eight hour days at, at straight sound and it was just literally at the end of the day, Alan was was so kind to us, but he was like, oh, man, you're really making me work. You right. know? Like, so we kind of felt bad, but this was one of the songs that we did, and um, I just remember it was a big room, and everything sounded so cool, and I'll let Heather tell you the story. That we had two really good, uh, well, one good friend, and then we gained one good friend out of this experience that we hadn't met previously. Um, um, our friend uh, George Bernardo um, is a drummer, and uh, he was actually with Johnny, or uh, the Cashed Out. You okay. Know, right. Played around with yep. him for a while, but this was before that, and he brought his friend Doug London, who had worked a lot with Frank Zappa, I guess, um, and so many other accolades alone. But he was so humble and so sweet. Mm. This awesome bass player, though, uh, just amazing. I have this sneaky feeling too because we paid him, but we didn't have a lot of money, and I think and George would have done it probably for free because he's a really good friend oh, of ours. Did. We wouldn't <laughs> ask him to, but I think he gave his money to, to Doug oh, just because he's such a cool dude. Right. But they came in there and just killed it. Wow. And I mean, drums and bass locked in amazing. Mm-hmm. And also, when you have somebody like Alan Sanderson say, brilliant! Like, it's really <laughs> hard to top that. So, yeah. any other experience you have if they're not saying it's brilliant yeah. you're like oh yeah <laughs> Below it, was, the it, line. Was, it was weird I, I showed those guys those songs that day all eight of them and we had them in for one day and that was it and they we would run it once or twice and this isn't usually you know something that i was used to and they would it was already better right it was yeah. already, so it was amazing it was amazing Smooth. and i didn't know who who doug was or who he had played with before i met him so i met him and then it's a good thing i found out afterwards because yeah. i probably been a little more nervous <laughs> yeah. he, but it was really fun it was a great it was a great little session and cool. and the song devious is about devious me, me and heather got married very young we, we uh well, not very young, but we got married, we got married very quick. Let's just say, uh, and uh, we got married very like quick. after six weeks. And um, yeah, that is crazy. It was uh, we, we well, wanted to write a song can about I it. And then, really yeah, you wrote because the song. I'd, well, the lyrics, especially when it starts out, I was lying on the couch. I was, and I had this horrible hangover at 24 years old. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't even drink two drinks. And he was looking at me from the, you know, standing in the kitchen, and he said, you know, if you hadn't been through marriage before and had such a rough time with it i'd ask you to marry me right now and i said well do it and that's just how this song came about he did and i said yes we didn't have rings we didn't need them you'll still notice if you if you know us we don't wear them um i have a ring from my grandmother gave me that i love and i wear it on special occasions but uh, that's about it it's it's all from the heart and uh completely dedicated and it was crazy but i'll be damned if it wasn't right it was right. I can say that nearly 16 years later. Oh, yeah. I you felt guys it seem then in my heart, like but... more in love now than I knew you then, like, you know, shortly thereafter. Then people were asking us to leave their parties and stuff because we couldn't 
like stop touching each other and kissing and people would come up and be like dude it'd like a whole get a room thing like literally and they would say all the time and I, we were just like like somebody threw pixie dust at us or something it was and the his weirdest best friend thing. was, was so, so awesome he was like johnny was like all over me one night at a bar and this is after we're married and he was like isn't she the most beautiful woman you've ever seen and yeah that, i don't expect yeah. his friend to really believe it <laughs> but you can just be like it's cool man. and he, told, he, told and he was like no i've seen better uh, <laughs> Well, then, but there were other stories, too, where, where, like, most of my family members, the male members, said that I married up. I didn't really understand what that meant. <laughs> I thought it was a good thing for her, right, but yeah, it just yeah. turns out it isn't. And then, uh, so, and then also there was a friend of mine, we were at the, I think it was the beauty bar in L.A. It's the first time I told Heather I loved her, so the mm-hmm. story's significant there. Wow, at the beauty bar? But we were at the yeah. beauty bar in L.A. It's no longer there. It used I to be know. right next to Amoeba and stuff. It was a rad place. And uh, so we're sitting there with my buddy Joe. He did, like, sound for, like, friends and stuff. Like, he was, he was a real L.A. guy, you know, cool dude. And he just looked at me. We were both plowed on Red Bull and vodka, you know. And he, Heather was, like, talking to these people. These people were, she's just, like, glowing. The room's yeah. glowing with Heather glow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Joe, <laughs> yeah. Joe turns and looks at me and he goes, man, you really, you just you just really bit off more than you can see, <laughs> man. He's like, it's like, you just jumped right into the deep end, man. He says, I'm so sorry for you. And we were laughing hysterically about it because he was basically telling me, man, there's not going to be one minute where your eyes aren't going to be following everywhere she goes. And that was the beauty of us is we, we never had that jealousy no, or that weirdness. No, that's not true. First you know? couple of years, we certainly did. Um, uh, but not to the drastic part. You not did. To the you, used to look, you used to scowl at girls when they looked at me. Oh. I still will. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Scorpio. It's coming. Scala is a coming. <laughs> you, no, you but um, actually... Maybe we should just was, play this along. It's funny because um, you were a little bit more jealous in the beginning, but not in a creepy, controlling way. It was it was not all always oh. constant, but sometimes like... You also, would... too, if I may just interject, <laughs> yeah. not only is it normal people, it's the most talented people in San Diego we're hanging out with, sure, too. Yeah. So there's like all these people that are, I, you know... If you're, I feel if you're a good musician, you should have some ego, but I also feel like you should acknowledge people that are like ahead of you right. and better than you. Yeah. And there were a lot of people around that yeah. I was just idolizing at the time. I'm not yeah. going to say any names yeah. in either of you. In either of but, but, but some good looking dudes, too, man. There were some people man. calling me that Hot are yeah. very oh. high up on the echelon scales, best. Yeah, don't bring that up, man. But, however, well, I did. That's yeah, good. <laughs> I said I'm not saying any names. That might have ruined us. Like, nothing ever happened. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I was not like talking to this person for this that reciprocated action. Oh. I was just, I thought they were just like calling and saying like... Is there any tape around here anywhere? Like, we need to taper. I don't know. Taper mouth, quick. This brings to light a good um, question. So what kind of advice do you give to couple musicians? I think my no, quick I... my quick little tidbit on this would be um, if you're going to go into the realm of being together, together, um, you're going into it with music. So if music isn't there that's a tough thing to sometimes you know like say you stop playing music the other person wants to play music right. like those are those are real things that exist you know sure. sometimes people pocket out they don't want to play anymore for for now mm-hmm. you, that's a big pull when you marry for music together if you if you're if you're marrying because if you're just playing together yeah then you know, you know male female then i think that's you know, it's a lot. It's different. But when you fall in love, then all bets are off. The whole world changes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, every for, gig is a, is a wonderland. I would say my advice is for any couples that go into performing together as musicians. And actually, this could go across any... Uh, <laughs> stop making me try to laugh. Um, this could go across any field of art, actors, yeah. etc. Um, 
I remember early in our relationship, the first time we ever got in a fight before we were about ready to go on stage, mm. and it was intense. It was over something stupid, right. but it was intense. Because you've got the ner- pre-gig yes. nerves going. You were so wrong. And, oh, you were definitely wrong. <laughs> anyway, we got up on that stage, and it was a big show, and it was a packed house, and uh, we killed it. Yeah. And it was kind of cool, but still, the reason it was cool is because, A, we killed it, and B, um, we probably killed it because we were not nervous at all. We were so pissed off at each other, <laughs> but we realized when we got on the stage that we had to be professional, right? and we couldn't show it. Once and, we got off the stage, we went right back really to cool. fighting, I No, remember. we didn't. Yeah, I think we did. We didn't. <laughs> I, think I we remember did. distinctly something different. I remember getting mm. off the stage and being like, well, that was stupid yeah. that we were fighting, because, yeah, yeah. you know, I was still fighting inside. But... Ever since then, we've never had a fight before a show that, you know, if, if it was... And really, our fights are over stupid stuff. Yeah. It's never over any big deal, so usually it's not even an issue. And the longer you're with somebody, you kind of realize when you want to pick and choose your battles, if yeah, you're smart. for sure. If you're stupid, you'll just battle all the yeah, time. Yeah, and after, but... like, <laughs> after like 16 years of being with somebody all, all the time, I, it's really weird. Like, the, the fights now occur, like, with she'll, like come into the living room and be holding like some weird device for cooking like or or you know shaving something or whatever and she'll yeah. like do you know where you put this <laughs> and i'm like no and she's like well it doesn't go there and i'm like okay sure no problem and then it's like she's no ready to rage yeah rage on yeah. it like, and i'm just like what the heck is that all about you know and i come home and i'm like you know heather why are the two garbages full? Why are you stacking new things on top of so the garbage? Turn your headphones down. Yeah. I've got my ear- AirPods oh, no. in, and he's like, "Oh, I can hear your music. <laughs> turn it down." Yeah, yeah. kills well, me. That, that's, I'm like, Fuck. And that's what I mean. Like these little, they're little tiny things. Right. No one's gonna go get the big old D papers for that. Oh, but you've right? got to start D putting D them back yeah, in the same place. They lock right? in a vault, a spiritual vault. The D papers. <laughs> you have to sing them out. Ah, and when you sing them out, that there's no going back. But there's, we're not even close to that. Not the D papers are locked away strong in the description. Oh my god, you guys. Yeah, so we're just going to keep making music, I think, because that would probably be the, the best, best thing bet. for I us. Really yeah. do. That would I mean, be at my some point. prescription. It just makes me happy. I think it makes Johnny happy too. I really can't wait for the world to hear more of him. I love that you just started playing, and now he can do his yeah. over something. You know, yeah, that's, like, that's don't been, you love that? That's been a lot of fun for me oh actually because I started as a lead guitar player in right. punk rock. You yeah. know, so like I'm playing in L. A. You're and stuff, an amazing and lead having player. fun. Have some beautiful to give it up for a while. Riffs and stylings that are just Thank you. you that very are so melodic. Beautiful. I mean, like I will sing his part sometimes in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. there's been a couple things i've written when you deconstruct the actual music part it's pretty simple yep. you know there's nothing fancy about it but once he starts playing That's on it it's like it was boom, me and matt sylvia i would there. i would play this Great dumb player. song that i thought was so ridiculous and then he would play something over it and give it a real voice and give it this melody of, oh my God, you just made this a song. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's like a, a true, I miss you, true. Man. Yeah, oh, actually, I miss him too. I miss you. Um, but true accompaniment is, is something that I totally enjoy doing. That that's probably one of my favorite yeah. things because it's not. You don't when you play live. You can it can be something different every yeah. time, and I do like I kind of like that. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, "Well, you should play this and that," no, but I, it's not Stairway to Heaven. You know what I mean? It's not that these leads. <laughs> no <laughs> one's gonna call me if I miss something. I don't you know, know. So I will. Great. Oh, there's will, a few yeah. that I just like. I said I sing them. So if he if he doesn't play it, that's I'll be true, like, yeah. "You weren't when playing people know that riffs, dude. Yeah, they do. That's that. true. Yeah. All right. Um, where do people find you on the interwebs? Um, that would be podunknower.com. Although. 
I recently upgraded our, um, what is it, you know, our .com status GoDaddy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know I paid the bill, but I recently <laughs> tried to go to podongnumber.com and it was like under construction. Uh-uh. Also, it's, what alarmed me too is there's actually people that want to buy Podunk Nowhere. Oh, We're like at $600 sure, value yeah. right now, which is not worth selling no. for by any means. No ever. So but, someone um, has offered 600 to buy it? Is that how that works? It's kind of weird. I've never seen this before. It's like on GoDaddy in they your give account. They you a value of the They're like, okay. it, this is valued at approximately, right. like, and of so course, you like, had, like, just do it, you know what I mean? I like, wonder you, if they're just, that's incentive to keep you... No, because we have another one. It's a good ever okay. Forward Luciana. I got that oh, one. That's right. I was gonna, zero. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say, too, people could find us uh, down... And Bay Park, um, we like some of the eateries down there. If you want to come down and hang out, we'll be at Luce Fridays and Saturdays. Friday, you guys have a we hang out. Yeah, we love Bay Park. I mean, we we um, you know, I walk the dog. You know, I try to try to get outside, mm-hmm. stay tan. You know, I am in San Diego. It's scary when you see a white person in San Diego. Like, a, oops, sorry, a milky white person. <laughs> Just edit that out here. Like, well, I mean, yeah. honestly, I would never say milky white when I describe I you. Milky white <laughs> is not. Anymore, no. I'm scared of white people. Anywho's, yeah, white people scare me they too. They really. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I hate that I'm white. <laughs> You're not actually. You're more of like an opaque pink color. No, actually. I'm. Oh, really? Yeah. Translucent like. Yeah, you're like you're like the Twilight like people in Twilight. You know, the vampires in Twilight that shine. All right, you guys. Let's play your yeah, song. Let's cut that out. Tell everybody. I'm All not. Right. I'm not editing this. Why? I'm not because wow. I want to um, get it out and I have to edit your photos. Yes. <laughs> please, rather, please edit those. Edit if one thing gets edited, this. definitely the photos. Well, uh, I love hanging out with you and um, equal. All right. Yeah, Dee is. Put out of nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. Go see these peeps whenever you can. <laughs> yeah. And uh, enjoy this last song. It's called Devious. This is the Listen Local Radio Show signing off. Mm-hmm.